Scott. Hey, Jen. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing great. I'm good. doing great. I'm excited for our episode today because we're going to talk about how to effectively close a presentation. It's yeah. like watching a movie and there's a it's there's a horrible ending to the movie and you walk away going, what just happened? <laughs> how did it end that way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I find, a, I find a lot of presenters, they really look forward to the ending because they're finished. And maybe they close their presentation by taking that last final question and then they think, ooh, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> However, it's not the most effective to close a presentation on a question. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Well, I, I, I go back to our schooling. You know, it's funny. Was this your experience when I was in school? I'd write an essay and I would, I'd get the assignment and I'd work so hard on the introduction, <laughs> you know. And then I'd write and I'd be really careful. And the closer I got to my deadline, because usually I was doing this like at the last minute, I was procrastinating. I never, I had to rush in putting things together. And when it came to the ending, I never, I was just like, let me get this essay done. And I think a lot of people do that with presentations. They, they yes. spend a lot of time, let me nail the intro, let me get all this right. And when it comes down to it, it's kind of like, I'm just going to wing it and I'll figure something out. And, <laughs> and um, That can be problematic. Yeah. Well, Scott, I think it's interesting because I believe presenters put so much time and focus on the slides and the middle of the content that the beginning and the end are neglected. Yeah. And they are the most important because it's the first and last impression that yeah. your audience has of you. I know we've talked about the importance of the opening. However, we need to also talk about the importance of that closing and yeah. really writing it out and mastering what it is you want to close with and practicing it at the same at the same time so what should people include in that closing if they're going to write it out what do you say make sure you've got this stuff in there I have found real impactful closings it it wraps up the presentation for the audience yeah. so perhaps the closing are the, the final reminders of what you want the audience to walk away with. Yeah. What are their next steps? What were the most important key points? However, we have to remember at the end of a presentation, your audience is, they're done. They want to get out of there. They have <laughs> other stuff to do. So the closing needs to be very clear, short, and concise. And yeah. it can be as simple as saying, hey, before we leave today, I want you to remember two important points and yeah. then boom, boom, and get them out of there. Yeah. I, I, I would like to distinguish between a keynote kind of ending, which I think is sometimes like that. It's really tightly scripted and then more of a breakout room type of um presentation and how an ending might be there. In some cases with a keynote, you may have hundreds of people in the audience and, and it's a little bit more of a show. So you really have to tighten, you know, kind of button things up. And then some other presentations are a little bit more like a conversation where it's sort of weird to have this big sort of showy ending and then stick around and have a conversation with everybody that was in the audience, <laughs> you know, anyway. Um, 
for, for the first one, for the keynote, like you said, these leave a few points. Um, let me, I'm going to give a, a formula, which I really resist doing often because um, I don't want people just to follow techniques and formulas. I want them to understand what's going on underneath. But here's a formula that people can use as sort of a scaffolding to figure out how do you do that keynote style ending? And it starts with this going back and sort of recounting the way the world was or, or is before or during the presentation. You know, there's some kind of problem and sort of restating the problem. You know, when we came in into this conversation today, we were struggling in this way. There was this problem. We, were, we weren't dealing with it or, or we were failing at dealing with it. Um, but now, and then the next part, once you've sort of couched it and said, this is the way things are or were, you go into the call to action, which you alluded to. It's like, what do you want, want them to walk away with? What do you want them to do? The call to action would be, well, if we pull together and do this and maybe do this and maybe even do this, then, and then the third part of that is what the great Nancy Duarte, uh, I don't know if all of our listeners know who she is, but she's an incredible presentation guru, would call the new bliss. It's sort of the promise that says, if you do all these call to action things, then this is what the world's going to look like. And the cool thing about that formula is it has all of these little um, principles inside it, these little qualities inside it, like emotional contrast. You start with things aren't so great, but if we do this, they're going to be awesome. And that emotional contrast is very memorable. Of and the call to action, like you said, is kind of about clarity, right? It gives them very clear... I am asking you to do this specifically. And clarity is a good thing too, right? What do you think? Well, yes, especially if they just, if your audience, they just sat through your presentation and so they, they took in a lot of information. Yeah. And so that core message can get lost during the presentation. So it's so valuable to end with that core message or the, the core takeaways because then that's, what the audience is going to remember as they, as they leave your presentation. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, um, clarity is so important and, and to emphasize emotion is important too. People remember those moments in a presentation when they feel something the strongest. So if yes. you want a memorable ending, it has to have some emotion. And I, I recommend people don't go through more of an analytical list, you know, like, let me summarize all of the points. It's, it's not really a summary. <laughs> so we're gonna put the, we'll put them back to sleep if we sound like yes, that. Exactly. It needs to be inspirational. Yes. So right. regardless of your, your role or even regardless of the topic, we can still inspire the audience. And yeah. Scott, what's going to be really key there is your delivery. It's how you wrap it up. What is your energy? Yeah. Are you going to be flat and monotone and boring as you wrap up? Because then that's how your audience will feel. Or are you going to be energetic and have a smile and, hey, this is what we're going to do next. This yes. is what it's going to solve. That's, that's that emotional connection. And that leads me to, to, I wanted to address that other kind of presentation where the sort of formula that I just described might be a little over the top, you know, a little bit too much of a 
of a keynote style finish. I find most presentations are really, I think of them, they're just conversations and they often are gonna continue. So to sit there and give this flourishing kind of ending is a little strange. Um, so what do you mean by a flourishing ending? Well, sort of the big show, like the tightly scripted ending where it's, if we do this and we do this and we do this, then <laughs> the world is going to be incredibly better and all those sorts of things. Sure. If, if I do a workshop with people, I don't typically end quite that way. It'll be more like I'm ending a conversation. And, if, and think about the people that you love to talk to, to have conversations with. Yeah. When they finish a conversation... They show you respect by saying, God, thank you so much for meeting with me. This was great. I, you know, taking time out of your busy schedule. They'll say stuff like, I've really enjoyed this time. You know, this has been um, wonderful for me. And then you also might leave people at the end of a, a more casual con conversation like presentation or training with, and here's how you can get in touch with me, <laughs> you know, my website or... Yeah my number or, you know, whatever it might be. So I just want to make yeah. sure we distinguish in, in between those two kinds of endings and to reiterate that they're both about emotion, aren't they? Well, yes, the emotion is tied into it. And it, it also depends on your audience. So one type of an ending to a presentation can be a good fit for one audience. Yeah. And then maybe not... A great fit for a different audience so it's right. really taking the time of understanding who is my audience and what would be the most beneficial for them with how yeah. I wrap up so going back to to workshops I have found and this could work with presentations when I'm wrapping up a workshop I love asking my audience what stood out to you yeah. what do yeah. you want to put into action first yeah. what do you think is going to be the most impactful next step for you and mm -hmm. then that creates a dialogue and it gets them thinking of hmm, what do I want to do next how can I put this into action and when they share that it also helps their peers to visualize what they can also put into action so yeah. have a dialogue with the closing get yep. them involved I love that's, that. That's great. Well, well, how do we wrap this up for our audience? What would you say is the most important takeaway? Oh, the most important takeaway is don't forget about the closing. We need to spend some time in creating what is that last impression that I want to give my audience? What will be the most powerful way for them to walk away from my presentation? What do they need to remember or what do they need to do? It's putting that intentional thought into it. Yeah, yeah. I would say... The call, think of it as a call to action. Make sure you're clear on what you want the audience to do in the future. And then remember the emotion side of it. This isn't, shouldn't be some analytical thing. It is, you, you want to shoot for some flavor of inspiration as you finish. Yes, yes. And I have to say it again, keep it short and sweet because your audience has already finished anyway. Yeah. <laughs> keep They're it short and sweet. So Scott, I'm excited for our next topic. What are we talking about? We are going to talk about storytelling. Oh God, Which I love is a, a perfect transition to this because we were talking about bringing out and evoking emotions in yeah. our audience. Well, that's what stories do. Yeah. Nothing is better than a, a personal story.
<laughs> All right, That's everybody. Fun. We'll see you in a week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks.